So when you believe with your heart and you confess the lordship of Jesus with your mouth, you belong to the body of Christ. You read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. The Bible says, For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Hallelujah. We are baptized by one spirit into the body of Christ. Do you have it up there? For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, and we've been all made to drink into one spirit. Hallelujah. So, it is by the spirit of God when you get born again that you, are, you, are, you become part of the body of Christ. Anybody that has believed in Jesus is part of the body of Christ. So anyone that believes in Jesus is put in the body of Christ. When you become born again, when you become part of the body of Christ, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, the most important decision to take is the church that you are going to belong to. You don't attend the church because the church is closer to you. A lot of people have that issue. You don't go to church because the church is closer to you. You go to a church because you are going there to grow. Hallelujah. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. So, you go to a church, you join, and, and the local church, sorry, the local church is, is the units of the universal church. Are we together? So, the universal church is for all those who have put their faith in Christ. Alright, it's it's a part or it's a unit of the body of Christ. So right now, the body of Christ refers to all those who have been born again. And you see millions and millions and millions of people. The day we go to heaven, we'll see all those who, are, who put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And that is why it is wrong to think that because somebody does not go to your church, the person is your enemy. No, 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 you have a problem. We have brothers in Pentecost. We have brothers in Assemblies of God. We have brothers in, what, what, what are the churches again? We have brothers in CAC. We have brothers in Methodist. We have brothers in, in, in Presby. We have brothers, all the churches that believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So everybody that believes in Jesus is a brother. You are driving a car. Somebody is going to church because it's not your church. You have three empty spaces and the person is going toward your direction. You don't even get sense to stop. Say, oh, where are you going to do? So I'm going to Pentecost. You go, you drop the person, then you come. Gospel waves person. You know what you are going to do? They say, oh, but you may see what I say. Oh, there be a call gospel waves. <laughs> Hallelujah. If the person believes in Jesus, the person is a brother. The person says, I have a, I have, I have a very soft spot. 
for people who are firm on their faith, regardless the kind of church they are coming from. Because we are all brothers and sisters. We have one father. God is our father. Hallelujah. When you read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7, um, I think 4, 7 or 7, something there. Let, let's go there. 4, 7. Or 4, let's start from the 3. Let's, from, let's start from 3. Let's, let me show you something there. And endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Next verse. There is one body, one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. Next verse. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. So it doesn't matter where you are coming from. Then it says one God and father of all. Who is above all and through all and in you all. So we all have one father. Praise the name of the Lord. Now we all have one father as a universal body. Now when you get born again. The church that you belong to is your local church. So gospel waves is your local church. Praise the name of the Lord. It is your local church. Say, this is my local church. Now, what is a local church? Local church is the place where you receive nourishment and training for the purpose of God for your life and for his church. Praise the Lord. That's where you receive training. So here in this church, what are we offering? We are offering Christian education. We are offering training. Are we together? A church is not a place where you go and look for a job. A church is a place where you go to get yourself trained in the things of the spirit. In the things of Christ. Hallelujah. After you are born again, you belong to a church. You, you, you join a church and that is how you, you tend to grow. Have you ever met those people who say, oh, we can serve God in our homes? Hallelujah. We can serve God in our homes. We don't, need, we don't need to go to church. We can serve God and worship God in our rooms. Obeji Jesus Christ to dear. Adi ehu hiya pa eni asafwa odi ehu ebe boa yebek stretch so nyango pon asem. Of course, every church that calls the name of the Lord, we all have one father. But you see, the whole thing is like, someone goes to Montessori, someone goes to international school, someone goes to preparatory school, someone goes to Saito, and someone goes to Obunkata. They are all school. They all have one uh, curriculum. But it turns out that the people who go to Montessori and stuff like that, higher percentage of them turn out well. Are, are we together? Yeah, they turn out well. Obi Oha, the entire Abra boy basanya school papa we nyango. Yeah, Obi Oha ni school ni nyango forsi ama ofemu, but Obi Oha school no ko no enyekra. There's a lady, lady be over Oko form self, so I'm sorry, BC. Or try myself, no. Or train it in we are. No, I can't eat, no, I can't night, no, I can't food, no, I can't say that's right. I'll quit failing. You know? School no yet. School no yet. So I say, school no yet. But your schools be how qua. 
it's natural. It's not overpassing. You don't even have to think about whether you pass or not. You will just pass. You, like you have passed just by joining that school. All right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very important. School, especially at the foundation level. KG, Oko School, basic international early. You know? So, the same thing almost here, but a new school behind a school. School be a because everybody is learning. So, that's the system. Do you understand? There are some schools to nobody is learning. Even if you begin to learn, they will mock you. You, you understand? Uh -huh, so, do you understand? Uh -huh. So, there are all schools. In the same way, all of us has one father. All of us, we have one father. All of us, one body. But the church you go to can make you, it can even make you mentally depressed. A dear man of God says that your state of mind is directly proportional to the kind of church you belong to. If a Christian is not correct, trace it to the church he belongs to. If a Christian is bitter, if a Christian is unforgiving, if a Christian does not respect, go and look at the church. That's how they are. Most often than not. Because that's how they are trained there. Hallelujah. It will be very difficult for you to belong to a church like this and commit suicide. It's not because pastor will see you. No, what in life can you want to get that is above Christ that you want to go and die? But there are churches that make you think like even if you don't have a car, you are not a human being. Do you understand what I'm talking about? If you don't go to school, you are not a human being. So people are going through all kinds of things just so that they can have a car. That they can also roll their keys. If you belong to a, a church where maybe even a medical doctor is the one who is on duty on a particular day to push gate, you know that this church nobody is nobody. You understand what I'm talking about? Everybody is serving God. Nobody is thinking about anybody. So it gives you an environment where you can, you can grow in a healthy way. So you are just, you won't say the word, da. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they are all churches, oh, but there are churches and there are churches. So the local church you belong to is very important. Where you are raised. And you know what? For me, I can tell this is the best local church you can belong to. It's the best because we take our time to teach you the word of God. Here, nobody is interested in your money. Praise the name of the Lord. Of course, I mean, if we are doing something, we'll collect. But nobody is interested in your money. Nobody is interested in your degree. If you have a degree, go and put it home. Here, we are serving God here. Do you what I'm talking about? Nobody is here whether you are married or you are not married. That's your problem. It's for you and your family business. Do you what I'm talking about? We are here to serve God. Now, so the church you, you are a part of is what is called local church. So if they ask you what's your local church, they simply mean to tell you or to ask you where do you fellowship? 
Baby, I will quite sorry. Your friend say, and no, na your friend local church. A hona ye mau Christo ntiti ye pa. A a mau whom any na a mau entiasiene who any in Hunumu or Yanko Pansim entiasiene Hunumu a de Bobra. Are we together in this place? And that is the local church. Now, when you become part of the local church, you ought to become very profitable in the local church. Now, we have those who go to church and we have those who serve in the church. They are not the same. We have those who go to church. They are faithful. Every Sunday, they are there. Every Wednesday, they are there. Every um, Tuesday, they are there. Whatever service time, they go to church. But they don't serve in the church. There are people who go to church, but they don't serve God. Hallelujah. There are Christians who go to church, but they don't serve God. Now, I'm not talking about people who are sinning. No, because the moment we talk, somebody says, hey, so we have, yo, I'm sorry, you're forgetting about those things. I'm talking about those who don't do anything in the church. For example, you can meet somebody and ask the person, what, what do you do in church? So, I'm a common floor member. So such people, they go to church. They don't serve God. Hallelujah. Are those people too saved? Of course they are saved. But when they get to heaven, they will not get any reward. Are we together in this place? Come on, we all together in this place? Good. So let me just take some few minutes of your time and then finish you. How many of us have heard people who say, I don't need to go to church? They say, oh, people will be like, oh, I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Bible. Just that I don't go to church. I worship God in my room. I serve God in my room. We don't need to go to church because we are even the church. Then they will tell you that, do you know that the church is not the building? The church is the people. So we don't need to, we don't need to go to church. We are the church. When the person tells you that, when you meet somebody like that, and the person tells you that, do you know the first thing you should tell the per- ask the person, where is that written in the Bible that you are the church? If the person is able enough to quote it, then you, you ask the person, it is what? So let's say the person, so it's in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 30. The Bible says, we are the body of Christ. Or it is in First Corinthians, um, um, Ephesians chapter 1. So, okay, so it's in efficiency. It's in efficiency. Or if the person say it is in Corinthians 12, maybe 27 or whatever. So, it's in Corinthians. Okay, let's go to Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. First, before we come to the one that you are saying, which is inside, that is if the person is able to quote. Or if you are able to even help the person to quote, to support what the person is saying. Now, let's go to 1-1. 1, 1. First Corinthians 1-1. One, one. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and sustenance our brother, number two, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth. So where you are quoting from is a letter to a local church. Do you understand? We don't need to go to church because we are the church. Because you read it from Corinthians. 
But here is a, that book that you are using it not to go to church. That book was written to a local church. It was written to a group of people in a place, an assembly. So how can you use a letter written to an assembly to neglect the assembly of the brethren? So people who say we don't need to go to church, that's how you handle them. We don't go because we can serve God in our room. When I, I can, you see, I, I can read my Bible in the room. Okay, where you are called, the thing you are quoting to say you can read your because you are saying God is everywhere. That thing that you are reading, you are saying was written to a local church. Praise the name of the Lord. So he says, he says, um, to them that are sanctified in Christ, called to be saints, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. Hallelujah. So it's a book that is written to what? Come on, it's written to what? Now, let's go to Philippians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul and Timotheus, the servant of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi. So it refers to the church that is at Philippi. So the Philippian church. Are we together? All, all these things we call epistles, they were written to churches, except Philemon. And Philemon was written to a person who was already a Christian and Paul knew that he was part of the church, but he was having a problem with his servant. Do you understand that? Aha. Uh-huh. So that is that. So like somebody's having a problem, I write a letter that, oh, go and tell. But he belonged to a church. You can never use any part of the Bible to support that you don't need a church. Hallelujah. So when I read the Bible, I understand. That is another misconception. The fact that you are home and you don't go to church shows that when you read the Bible, you don't understand. Because if you read the Bible and you understand, you will know that you have to be part of a church. Why don't you go to church? Because the God that is in the church is the same God that is in the house. Savior. So these are things people say that are a product of lack of understanding. When you get born again, you need, it's like a child that is born at the hospital. It says, I can eat, there is food everywhere. So I'm, mama, don't take me home. The local church is your home. It's your home. It's your place of training. It's your place of knowledge. It's your place of feeding. Praise the name of the Lord. I would get in this place now. Good. Number two. So that is the answer you give to those people. Number two. Somebody says, we don't need pastors. When we pray, God hears too. How many of you have heard that before? We don't need pastors. We are all the children of God. Those kind of statements. To say that the pastor is also a human being. So what the pastor can do, we can all do. God is our father. If a pastor prays and God hears, we too, when we pray, we hear. 
Ephesians chapter 4. Your, your answer is there. And past, pastors are also Christians. They are also normal human. Pastors are not Christians. Pastors are Hinduists. For 11, he says, and he gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, he gave some evangelists, and he gave some pastors and teachers. So we have what we call the five-fold governmental ministries in the local church or for a local church. Every church must be headed by a pastor. Because the Bible says it is God who gave. God gave these people as gifts to the church. Do, do you understand? So you can also meet somebody who will tell you that, uh, okay, so if me and my brother and my sister, we meet together and we pray. The Bible says where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst of them. So if we gather, we are two people, God is there. God is there, but God didn't say there they will be trained. Are we together? So, three of you cannot just go and stay somewhere and claim that you are having church. Who is the pastor? And you don't get up to call yourself a pastor. Praise the name of the Lord. Number one, you have to be called by God. Number two, you have to be trained. Number three, you have to be sent. Well, that's what we call release. I mean, I should have, I should, this, this is a normal church service. That's what we call release. Act chapter 13. Act chapter 13. Am I teaching you? I like how the whole place is thunderously silent. Act chapter 13, verse 5. Verse 5. No, no, no. Okay, let's begin from 3. Let's begin from 3. When they had fasted and prayed, laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Now this, when you read from verse 1, God spoke in the church, in a local church, that I have called Paul and I have called Barnabas. Paul received his calling in the local church. He didn't receive it on a mountain. He didn't receive it on a tree. When I was there. So the eyes of God with tears. Chama, Chama, open your eye. He sent them in the church, and the Bible says when he's when 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 he called them in the church, it was the church that prayed for them, and the church sent them away. So a qualification for a pastor is not somebody who has even gone to a Bible school. Ah, let me let me say that again. You don't become a pastor because you went to a Bible school. And a man there poured oil on you and laid hands on you. That is not apostolic. You become a pastor. When you are called from the local church, it is attested by your pastor or attested by your brethren and finally your pastor. And then they lay hands on you and then they release you. That is whether it's an independent calling or it's even a calling in the church. If it's a calling, like, I mean, Pastor Lina is a pastor of the, um, I was about to say the Takrade branch. Maybe God is sending you to Takrade. <laughs> That's why I laid my hands on her 
and I even declared her a commissioned pastor. Right? She's not an ordained pastor. She's a commissioned pastor. Do you understand what I'm talking about? She's a commissioned pastor. Pastor Sylvia is a commissioned pastor. A commissioned pastor means do and let's see so that finally we can all attest to the fact that you are a pastor. Are we together? So it's not like what the charismatics are doing today. You just go hotel, hotel, hotel window more and say, Nyanko bon frame. That's not scriptural. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So they sent them. What am I saying? What I'm saying is that God instituted pastors, prophets, teachers, evangelists for a particular reason. And their assignment, Christians don't do. It is pastors that do. So anybody that says you don't need a pastor, the person is actually robbing you of God's gifts. Yes, of course, I understand. Some pastors messed up. Some pastors took people's money and all of that. I get it perfectly right. But the fact that cars are putting people, getting accidents and people are dying does not mean that sitting in a car is, a wrong, is, is wrong. God gave you gift. And the gift God gave you after salvation is called your pastor. Your pastor is your gift. I am your gift. I am not your brother. I am not your friend. I am your gift. And you see, when somebody gives you a gift, I'll, I should talk to you. I don't know if it's possible. I would have talked, I've spoken to you about the structure of the local church. But I don't know if I have time. So your pastor is your gift. And if I give you a gift, you decide to treat it the way you want to treat it. If the gift is going to be a blessing to you, it will be how you treat it. If the gift is going to be a curse to you, it's how you treat it. For example, I go and I buy you a dress, very very nice dress, powerfully, and the dress is very expensive. Then I see you wearing that dress to farm or the kitchen or doing something menial with it. Do you think I'll be happy? Exactly. So your pastors are, that is why there are people in the church, no matter how we pray for them, it's not going to work because you will not be able to be blessed by something that you dishonor. Something you don't have a reverential respect for. See, some people, when they do something wrong and their pastor even tell them, they lack the common sense to even come and say, I'm sorry. A lot of people are trained very badly. Very bad. They don't, they don't, listen, and it's very important. It's very important. If I had time, I would have explained that to you. I would have explained that to you. Maybe there's a message I would preach last week in August. Not being a bad example in the local church. I'll teach that. Yeah. A lot of people have problems with God where the people who didn't treat God's chosen leaders rightly. They always ended up having problems with God. Even when the leader is misbehaving. It's not your problem. That's what, see, there are Christians today, when they hear things about pastors, they are the people to discuss it in their house. Master, if you do that, you are bringing curses on yourself. Leave them alone. Do pastors misbehave? Of course, yes. Do some of them fool around? Of course, yes. But it is not your business. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So just leave them. You want to walk away? Quietly go. Do you understand what I'm talking about? 
yeah, 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 yeah. So when you say, I remember, I, you remember what? You see that your mouth. So God, God has given these people as gifts to you. So if you value what God has given you, you will honor it. You will cherish it. You will respect it. You will value it. I said, Who is calling? Say, my pastor, my pick. You are cursed. In this our generation, we have the we have the habit of making the sacred unsacred. We don't fear anything. A pastor is called it's just by grace that you're able to talk. Praise the name of the Lord. So when I saw from myself, I me to do why don't because the emra sorry. He is God's gift to you. Do you understand? So how you are going to treat him will be equal to how much of a blessing he will be to you. Someone can just walk into their pastors, whatever, and tell them their mind. I'm going to tell my pastor my peace of mind. You see why you are about to die? When a man stands in an office, he is not just there alone. He has spirits. He has angels. He has anointings that can either bless you or fight you. Can I say that again? When a man stands in an office, he is not just there alone. The moment the person is called a pastor, the person is sent as a prophet, as an apostle, as an evangelist, whatever. Be careful how you handle yourself around the person. You have to be very smart because he can either be a curse to you or he'll be a blessing to you. But whatever he will be depends on you. Are we together in this place now? Some people go as far as lying to their pastors Tricking their pastors. We are together in this place, right? So you can't say you don't need a pastor. If you, if you are not born again, you can say you don't need a pastor. Because the Bible says, he gave some prophets, teachers, evangelists, and all of that. For the perfecting of the saints. God gave those gifts to you to perfect you. To bring you to a state of completion. To bring you to a state of maturity. To bring you to a state of completedness. Hallelujah. See, and you see, that work is not easy. Because you are going to meet, let's, for example, like the video we watched there, you are dealing with somebody who has been smoking, who has been doing all kinds of bad things for how many years? Then you go and you win the person. God expects you, the pastor. To raise the person and let the person become sound. Yet the new school say, "Oh, one person yet say what? Oh, pass you your mouth certificate. Oh, pass you one pass you. Yeah, you marry. Yet the new sir. Do you understand? It's not like that. Yesterday, around twelve something, somebody called me. Say, my my son has been vomiting. Pastor, my son has been vomiting. And I, I had to pray for the person. Which teacher will you call? Who's your teacher? Like your teacher, your 
RMU teacher you call. He will not even pick it. Oh, somebody who can call, Pastor, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. If you, do, if you start your car, is not starting. You have to find a motor. You don't even think whether you have money or not. You find the motor first. When you get there, you finish. Just say, hey, I, I don't have money. Boss, can you come and collect it tomorrow morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. The work never has a closing time. No closing time. And you are going to raise these people. Huh? Look at the way you are. I wish I can take pictures of you. In the next 15, 20 years to come, your testimonies will be different. Some people will come and now your testimonies are going to be, I remember when I met the, when I met the Lord. God, somebody led me to Christ. And then they led me to this church. So when I came, the church was full of young people. We're all young people back then. Now you'll be talking, you say back then. And then, the man of God, our father, now you have a mouth to say your father. Hey, he thank you so much, man of God, for not giving up on me. Look at me today. But right now, when we are looking for you to bring you to church, it's like it's like an Amagiton wall. But some years to come, you start. I've seen a lot of people like that. You stand and you'll be talking, and tears are rolling down your eye. Maybe I'll show you, I'll show you maybe one of the what God is doing around. I'll show you one lady. He said that they could come and knock on, on her door. She's inside. She even insulted the shepherd. He said, don't you have anything to do? Are you crazy? Are you stupid? I said, I will not come to church again. And said, the shepherd stood there with a smile. He said, the, I said my shepherd smiled. <laughs> After the insult, we are going to church. And he said, this lady sat there, sat there, sat there. It was a testimony. I think, no, it wasn't like that. It was another church. They sat, they sat, they sat, they sat there. And it was church time, like church was closing. The lady said, I'm not going. When church closed, she was still there. He said, if you didn't come to church, you would also not come out. Why you look? What do you want from me? I'll call the police on you. What, you, what are you looking for? What are you, leave me alone. It's church by force. It's you which serve God by force. Is it by, you know those kind of souls? I said, I'm not going anywhere. You made me not go to church today. No, 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 no. We all die here. Then finally, he said, you go. Next week I'll come. He said, we have a deal. Then the soul went out told her, swear. Yeah. So after he was, he said a lot of powerful things. Then he went, knelt down in the face of the soul and said, thank you, ma, for not giving up on me. Some of you, that's how your testimonies will be. Yeah. So you see calls, test, test messages. Then you are just, this is my dad, I'm not going to church. But listen, it is our duty that we take a soul like you. Train you, wine you, wine you, scrub you, rehearse you, brush you, tear you, train you, do this. You come, you go, you mess up. We come, we still love you. We try to encourage you. Yes, yes. That is the work of a pastor. That's why God says they are your gift. They are your gifts. 
Those of you who have soul winners who come and look for you, these are your gifts. It's not easy to have someone to show you pure love like that. Too. You, it's not like you are beautiful that somebody wants to even just see. That's what I'm talking about. The person is coming. If you are the person is driving, wasting fuel on a big coconut headed boy like you. It's like a different man is rising in me. Do you understand? All these, they make sacrifices. Some of them, they come to you and they've not even eaten. Some of them, you can't say, hey, I don't have money. Then the money they have to use to eat, they will give you that money so that you go and eat. After they eat it, then you run away. Oh my God. Oh my God. But amazingly, what you are doing, finally, when you become like that, so, see, they say, a good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, they will give you. It's serious. Say, my pastor is my gift. No, if you forget anything today, don't forget this one. Say, my pastor is my gift. So you need a pastor. You need a pastor. You need a pastor. Cherish your pastor. Don't be running away from your pastor. He's not an arm robber. Don't be running away. There are some church members, eh? You can go to that. You will knock. He will never come out. He can even smell you coming. Then you see the louvers. Nobody's in the house. Somebody was looking for a soul. Of course, oh, no, John, John. I saw my main friend. Oh, Freya, I said, the river. I'm going to silence. Oh. Auntie Becky. Don't do that. Tell somebody, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, say, I don't know. My wife could be born into me to be a master. My man from Manfaso. A man from Come to church as you are. Praise the name of the Lord. Come to church as you are. That's what the man is saying. As you keep on coming, one day God's hand will touch you. All your chains will break away. You become so free. And you become so excited. And you'll be serving God with joy. And you'll be serving God with some gladness and some... Today, today when, when you guys were coming, you were doing the confessions, um, the, the, the creed. And then I saw the Oparacle people were coming. They were all somewhere walking, somewhere talking. Then I saw Evelyn. Everyone was holding her back. And she was, I was looking through the window. She was, this is my confession. Jesus Christ is my, and with some smile. I said, this lady knows how to go to church. My God. Others were coming like that. Confession was going on. But like, this is my confession. Jesus got that. I said, wow. Praise the name of the Lord. So that is that. Everyone needs a pastor. Now let's go to the message. Hallelujah. Alright? It's good to be in church. You see, when you are hugging so tell the person, it's good to be in church. Come on, look at someone, tell the person, it's good to be in church. Church is good. Come on, church is good. Don't be running away. It's good to be in church. I'm sorry, yeah. He has a chief for me, jamu da da da. 
Hallelujah. So our pastors are our gifts. God gives them to us. God gives them to us. Don't run away from your pastors. Don't run away from your leaders. Don't run from the people who came and preached the gospel. I, 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 I don't have time. The Bible says, remember them who spoke the word of God firstly to you. Remember them. It says, put them in your mind. Honor them. Revere them. Revere them. Pastor Rabbi is coming to your house. You are dodging. Revere them. Praise the name of the Lord. Revere them. Those who spoke the word of God to you. Those who shared their hearts with you. Those who shared their souls with you. When you see them, receive them with joy. Hallelujah. See it as an honor. Hallelujah. So, yeah, that's, that's my shepherd from church. That's my cell leader coming. Yeah. Hey, why are you busy like that? Why are you trying to uh, tie the... Oh, yeah, my cell leader is coming. Because, oh, pastor, please, thank you so much for coming. I say, hey, 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 you are here? No. Receive them with some respect, some value, some honor. You understand what I'm talking to you about? Are we together in this place? There are little, little things that we do that we attract blessings that we don't know. Little, little things that we do. Little, little things that we do. Somebody will pray for it. Akata, akata, and the person will not get it. Little, little things that we do. Hallelujah. See, it's important to be part of a local church. It's very important. Now, let me try to try and see if we can finish. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. 10, 25. Let's begin from 24. 24. Are you here with me, everybody? All right, all of us, let's read what is on the screen. One, two, go. Mm -hmm. That's right. Next verse. I can spend six hours solid on this scripture. The Bible says, don't not forsaking the assembling, the gathering, the gathering of ourselves together. Don't, he says, don't forsake it. Now, I'll explain the don't forsake it. But, so he says, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. As the manner of some is, the Bible says, there are some Christians, they don't like going to church. Don't copy them. See, this is God talking to you. This is the mind of God. He says, don't neglect, forsake. 
the assembling together of yourselves as it is the manner do you know what man, the word manner there? it is the habit a so there are people who have the habit of not going to church and the bible says don't be like them don't copy them you are three people in the house you decided you come to church two people say oh charlie today will not go to church charlie, let's go and play basketball the bible says don't copy them don't copy them see that is what some some people that's how their manner is uh, that is the manner of some they have this spirit of anti-church and the bible says they are christians he said they are christians he says, don't copy them tell somebody don't copy them if you are if you are part of those who have that manner, say tell the person don't copy me. Hey. So now you have the manner. Bible say a bimu so bind they say omon pass or call. A ye so bind. What ji yes we did but on pass or call. A be okay, yes, why you busy be a chill swap so wabre. And then They give all kinds of excuses. And then feel Obi Obiwabos after the Obekono, as only started eight upon ten. Obekono, number nine forty nine. Because watching it was a finally on Google to me, no, I didn't be doing no upon the Bible said that is the manner. Obiwabeka said, eh, should we go to church every day? Sunday church is okay. And he said, we are going to church on Wednesday evening. We are going to church on Friday evening. Do we go to church in the evenings? Why would you go? Go and ask witches. Every evening, they have to meet. Every evening. And when they don't come for meeting, they beat them. And not to be a marina. One ma pe, ye babe, berin nam keke nam, me merino. Ask the people, ask the people, we are, we are out of time, so I can't tell you a lot of things, but ask the people, those who do juju, who, who, who join cults and stuff like that. You can't say you not join their meeting. No. It means that any meeting that is spiritually uh, 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 focused, any meeting that has spiritual focus, you don't treat it anyhow, because if you treat it anyhow, it will affect your life. Church is the highest cult. I want to say that again. Church. Sorry. It is Now you can't say I'm not coming because you are afraid that if you don't go, your mother will die. That you will go. But as for church, you say, oh, I'm tired. Today, I don't feel like going to church. Like, The Bible says, don't let that be your character. Don't let, be, don't let that be your character. Don't let that be your manner. 
Praise the Lord. Your character should be going to church. Like, it should be your character. Let people say you love church. You are called, he likes church too much. Why do you like church like that? If you are here and you have the manner of not joining church services, it's an opportunity for you to change. Just decide. Because, listen, these words that, that are coming to you, eh, they are not ordinary. They are anointed words. They are anointed words. So the Bible says, don't not forsaking the assembly of yourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exalting one another. I will talk about it later. So much the more as you see the day approaching. What's the Bible saying? We are in the end of the days. We are in the last days. And it's all sorry. Son of Bible, are we together? Especially Abra So you are home. The Bible says judgment will begin from the house of God. When God comes, you will not be there. He said, if it will begin from us, if the judgment will begin from here, the people are sight. If God is actually even beginning from here, any outside for no. We have serious things doing. Reaching out to souls, bringing souls to church and all of that. Ah, does that mean that is not serious? The Bible says let the dead bury their dead. I know what I'm saying. Some of you don't like it. But I don't apologize for it. Church is not for functions. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Your, 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 my mother's brother is dead. No, no, go and do whatever. We're so well for 14 years. I see a cop package. No, no, no. We'll get, if the church has money, we'll take like five people. We'll just buy them plane tickets. Then they will meet you there. You can't take people through that stress. Pa, 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 pa. Please, 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 please. Hallelujah. We go to church to be trained. Now, the word not forsaken, put a different version there that has neglect. Let me help us to understand. This is actually where the message is. Ekatalipo. Ekatalipo. That's, that's the Greek word. I said neglect, neglect, neglect. Neglect. Not neglecting. He says, and do not neglect our own meetings. Do you, do you find, that's what Bible is telling you. Say, don't neglect our own meetings. And do not neglect our own meetings. As is the habit of some. 
Some people have that habit. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, don't neglect it. And the word neglect means to leave something when the thing is even struggling to survive. Praise the Lord. Write that down. To leave something when the thing is struggling to survive. Hallelujah. There are people who don't care. When they leave the church, they just go like that. They are worship leaders. They play keyboard. They play drum. They play whatever. They can decide that today I'm not coming to church. They will not make any arrangement for anybody. They will not come. Are we together? To leave something that when you know that your leaving will cause a harm. So this also goes beyond just attending a church. But when you know that you're not coming to church will cause a great harm. It, it will shake things in the church. The Bible says don't neglect it. Don't come to that state. That is that word. That's the, it means to leave something that is even struggling to breathe. Praise the name of the Lord. Are we together? I just don't feel like going to church. Maybe you are a Bible school teacher, you are whatever. And then you don't, and then you see we are trying to, the church, everybody is trying to fix something. Somebody's, the one who is singing is feeling very painful. Uh, um, um, the, pe- the person is very hurt in his heart because you, there's nobody to play the drum. There's nobody to play the keyboard or something like that. You stand here, you don't even know what you are going, at least you, maybe you rehearse the song. After the rehearsal, keyboardists decide, I'll not, I'll not show up. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Or oh, you all plan. Oh, we are going to clean the church at this time. You come and nobody is there. The Bible says that is the character of some people. They have masters in disappointment. PhD in not showing up. They will not call anybody. They will not inform anyone. They will not, you call them, they will not answer. The Bible says don't let that be your character. Tell somebody, don't let that be your character. Say, don't let that be your character. Hallelujah. You show up all the time. And when you come, you come with joy. Because, you see, the Bible says, but encourage one another. See, so let your presence in the church encourage somebody. Don't let your presence in the church make somebody feel like, ah, what is this? I don't know how many of you have been there before. But somebody can be intimidating you in the church. You, you may be here, you are singing. And the way somebody is receiving the song, then you are asking yourself, am I really singing it right? Am I okay? Am I singing the thing? The Bible says, don't have that character in the church. And carry, the person is singing. Sometimes as they are singing, lift your hands too and rejoice. Some of you are, and hold me, your pa- I hold me. I'm singing, they were just standing there. You are not encouraging me. I am preaching, you are sleeping. You are not encouraging me. I am preaching, you are chewing gum. You are not encouraging me. Pastor is preaching. You are not encouraging me. That is the spirit of pride. Yourself, it's called self-aggrandizement. 
you are you are proud. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Yeah. You come in, you're looking like you're a scary goat. So as we are looking at your faith, there's no hope. No, don't be like that. When you come to church, cheer up. And the Bible says, encourage somebody. Praise the name of the Lord. You tell that brother or that sister, oh, today the song was very powerful. Wow, the person is done singing, you know. Then you can even just come and tap the person. The song was very powerful. You blessed my life. It encourages the person. The person feels like, wow, I'm doing something. Then you just go, hey, shut this girl with it. Be on she know. You're too far. No, bola. Like, what is this? So anytime the person comes to stand here to sing, the person is shaking. Somebody is leading open prayer. Oh, can we lift up our voices and pray? Begin to thank God. Pakwesi told me something. He said that when they told him to pray, they told him to pray for 15 minutes. Their prayer will be 15 minutes. His prayer will be 15 minutes. He started praying. 45, 40 minutes, he's still praying. So I said, Pakwesi, you are going to lead open prayer. I said, that. no, 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 please. Say no, 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 I will not. Say, no. I said, why? Say, ah, that day they said, I'll pray for 15 minutes. They made me pray for 45 minutes. And that day when I was praying, nobody was praying. They said it was Pastor Kelvin and Pastor Noah that were giving him the morale. The moral. Else you'd have dropped the microphone or something. He, he, wanted to, he wanted the air to open so at least it wouldn't vanish. But is he not going to pray again next, next, next week? He will pray. So Parker is praying next week. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. So everybody come and encourage him. Yes, the money raise the prayer topic. Start praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it is true. That's how we encourage one another. Somebody is preaching. You are there. You are doing your face like. You are not encouraging that person. Praise the name of the Lord. I mean somebody is ushering you with a smile. You are coming in. Somebody is ushering you with a smile. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, tell me, sir. No. Um, you are welcome to waste ribbon. Maybe sorry, I was residing. You don't encourage. The person is smiling. Smile back. Do you understand? The person is smiling. Thank you. Here you are. Somebody is smiling. Hey. Do you understand? So the Bible says in the church, when we come together, let's encourage one another. Yeah, encourage, encourage one another. Let everybody feel like I'm doing something. Or seeing you not cry, Jesu. Yeah, or seeing you not Jesu. Yeah, whatever. The word, word no bono, you, you don't even see the top from the down. Jesu, I said Jesu. You see, some of you did not say some. You are discouraging me. I said, Jesu. Or she said, Dini cried, Jesu. Reverend Samuel Kwekusasu. The guy changed my name. Even though. Yeah. 
Because it's not, it's not, you see, it's not easy. For a moment, Gifty forgot her name. Say, I'm here with my sister. I take it out. What is my name? It's not easy. When you stand here and people are sitting, it's not easy. I can give you the I can give somebody a microphone and I say, come and stand and say hallelujah. You say Leleha. When you look at the people, you forget hallelujah. It's not easy. Praise the name of the Lord. A whole senior man like me, he changed my name. He changed my name. He changed my he changed my name like that. I am Kwame. He said, I'm Kweku. I was never born on the on Wednesday. I was born on a Saturday. Do you understand? But the vim has to be there. Because we are all growing. Are we all not growing? And they did fantastic. Yeah, let's put our hands together. They did fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Hallelujah. Fantastic. It was fantastic. It was fantabruta. Praise the Lord. So encourage one another. When you come to church, don't leave your small home. Alright? That church is not a place where you are coming, you come and you frown, you are be like you feel like you are a serious human being. You are not serious like that at all. You see, why should we come to church? Why should we not neglect the assembly of the brethren? Why should we come to church with that smile, with that support, with that encouragement? You see, let's take for example, I'll come to that, but let's take for example, somebody's relative is dead in the, in the church. The person is going through a lot. Like when you hear that, oh, the person's whatever, me like this, the day you hear my grandma has died, that day I may not even be able to preach. If it's my mother, I will manage to preach. Yeah, yeah, I'll manage to, it's not like anything, I'm just telling you the fact. All right. Ah, that, sometimes I can be there. When I think about the fact that my grandma will die or is about to die, then I'm, my eyes are watching. That, that, the funeral, those of you, when you come and I'm crying, leave me and don't say, man, go, you don't know Bible. No, 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 no. That day I will cry. Yeah, I will weep. <laughs> I will weep. I will cry. Praise the Lord. When somebody loses a relative, just be encouraging the person. How is it going? It's well. Do you understand? If the person is born again, you know the relative is born again. Like, oh, he's going to heaven. Just encourage the person. Are we together? Be a source of strength in the church. So don't say you are a common floor member. Here, we don't need common floor members here. No, 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 no. Everybody has something to offer. Do you know why? Let's go to First Peter 14. I'm just trying to close very soon. First Peter 14. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You will marry this year. Hey! Gabby, souls are dying. You want to marry? I'll see amen. He says, listen, the Bible says, as each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the many-sided grace of God. 
Do you see that in the Bible? Everyone look at that. He says, as each one. So God says, I have given each one of you a gift. And the Bible says, use the gift to serve one another. As good stewards of the many-sided grace of God. I don't have time to explain that. So, in the church, different gift, different gift, different gift, different gift. Every gift is a side of the grace of God. So, we have many gifts in the church. And that is the many-sided grace of God. And the Bible says, whatever you have, use it to serve God. Use your gift to serve God. As I'm here, I'm still, I'm, I still say, I need somebody to do mining. They should cut a little part of the message, like two minutes, and the person will come and mime on the stage. Nobody has shown interest. Uh, you see, so what you can do, whatever you have a gift, the Bible says use it to serve one another. So if no one can sing, when he comes to stand here to sing correctly, he is serving you. Yeah, even the one that will say we are worshiping God, is it God who dances? Is it God who gets happy? We are the people that enjoy his voice. We are the people that enjoy his gift. We are the people that enjoy his anointing. As I'm here, I'm a veteran teacher and a preacher of the word. I am serving you now with the word of God. You know how to sing. You, you, you know how to sing. You will not join the choir. You will not join the choir. It means that you are not serving one another. You are not serving in the church. There's a message I will preach. It's called one another. It's called one another. Because there are a lot of one another in the Bible. Eh? It's serious. One another message. That day, everybody will be one another. Yeah. So the Bible says, use it to serve one another. Don't use your gift to serve one another. Do you understand? Here, right here in the church. Use it to serve one another. Yes. I said what? Yes. Use it to serve one another. Every gift that you have should be used in the church of God. It's serious. And this is how we'll be rewarded in heaven. How much of the gift that we use to serve one another. So I know how to play drum. I will not come to church. I know how to play keyboard. I don't feel like going to church. I know how to sing. I don't feel like going to church. Oh, I know how to do this. I don't. Some of you, eh, you have eyes for arrangement. You can sit here right now and you look, if I get it, eh, like I'll tell everyone to move away so I will see the chairs. You look at the chairs, red, red, like at this chair, can't we sew something and put it, like cover the top? Like maybe three colors and we'll change the setting. Some of you have that eye. You have that. Look at the capital. It's blue and white. It will never come in my head. Never. It will never. Then I saw white and blue. I said, this is how you go. But it's nice. And look at the flowers. Everything is inside town. I will let me, apart from preaching the word to you, writing books, singing, anything that is carnal is not my life. Praise the Lord. Somebody is there. And the light was installed by Pastor Emma. Yes. Did you understand what I'm talking to you about? Yeah. He saw that day he was dead. He's sweating. He's wiring. Jumping. Joyfully serving God. And that day they were he also using glue to glue their place, the carpets and stuff like that. Use your gift to serve God. I'm telling you seriously, use your gift to serve God. I said, do what? Use your gift to serve God. Somebody came to clean the church. The church you entered, somebody cleaned it before you sat inside. Somebody turned on the fan. 
the person is serving you. Are we together in this place? As we are talking, somebody is busily sitting behind the console trying to get me my natural voice. Right now, I'm trying to customize my, my preaching voice. Yeah, praise the name of the Lord. So you see now, I, I don't talk like this. I just, I'm talking like, it's, it's a plan. It's a plan. Yeah. I'm giving myself a voice signature. Yeah. So I'm managing the, this, so it's, it's a particular length. You have no idea. It's a plan. It's a serious plan. I'll not be talking like this. Oh. No, no, no. It's gone. I'm, it's a plan. I'm working on it. So I'll get a voice signature. Because I, what, I love what I'm hearing. That's why I told them that, no, 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 you are changing my voice. Bring the real one. So somebody is there. The person is working on it. Someone is playing keyboard for you. Someone is playing drum for you. So you, what are you doing? What, what, what gift do you have? What are you serving the church with? Some of you, when you speak English, eh, it's like cocoa butter. I don't like standing before people. Like I don't, I just, I just, I just don't like it. You see your face. You don't like it. So who likes it? In the Old Testament, when God wanted to build, there were people of God. They were carpenters, and the Bible said, God said, "I fill them with with all wisdom. I fill them with my spirit in all wisdom to do the carpentry." Some people would do the block laying. Some people would do the glasses. Some people would do this. Some people would do this. And all the people God used were his own people. Because right now, if you want to build it, Solo is here. Solo will do glass. We will not pay him a dime. We will just buy the things for him and he will do. And they will just be doing banku for him. He eats. Some of you know how to lay blocks. You will do the blocks. Hallelujah. Yeah. Some people want to learn all these things. Maybe CCTV installations and all that. We will use you. The Bible says seven. Let's read again. He said, no, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back. You like going somewhere. 14. As each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the many-sided grace of God. Today, it was very beautiful seeing all kinds of people here doing the choir. It means they all came for rehearsals yesterday. Yes, so they mean I can join the choir, but I will not come for rehearsals. No, you should come for rehearsals. Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. See, and it's nice. Once they are all here and they are singing, powerful. Hallelujah. Of course, I mean, somewhere, who said, no, we no be fame. I'm oh. But you know, all those encomiuses will be corrected. And even the boldness to stand here to serve God is worth commending. It's worth commending. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's put our hands together for our choir again. We, we have the best choir. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, listen. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. There about. For just as we have many parts in one body, and all the parts do not have the same function. Next verse. 
So we who are many are one body in Christ and everyone parts of one another. Next verse. We have gifts that differ according to the grace that was given to us. So we have different graces. If prophecy in proportion to our faith. Next verse. If service, if service in our serving, we'll do different, different translations. For the verse 7. For the verse 7. So it says, if service in service, do TLB. You don't have TLB? He says, or ministry, let us give ourselves, that's ASV. Yeah, I said it. That's ASV. Now, he, the word min, service there talks about serving. So it says, in serving, let's save one another. In serving, all right? So he, he or in help, there's, there's a particular version that says helps. The helps ministry. It means simply doing something in church. Do you understand? It means doing something in church. Listen, the way to grow, all right, practically is to do something in church. Is to do something in church. When you listen to the word of God, you start serving. You serve in a local church. So people who are not committed to the church, people who are not serving in the church, they can't grow. And most often, eh, they are the people with the big issues. Today, I pray that you be committed. Amen. And your commitment will be seen in doing something for God. Amen. Join something today. Yes, are we together? Yes, I said do what? Yes, Join something today. Be part of a department in the church. He said, me, I don't like, you know, when you join, when you join departments like that, the Bible says that if it is, if it is serving, if it is ministry, the word ministry there means service, rendering service, cleaning of chairs is part of it. So that's how we say we are going for church service. We are not going to church, we go for church service. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Next verse. 28. God has set some in the church. First, apostles. First, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles. Then, gifts of healings. Helps. Government. Diversities of tongues. So, the Bible says, in the church, eh, in a church, in every serious church, these are the Bible says God has set in the church. God has set in the church. God has set some in the church. So there are people God has set in the church. You are set by God and you are not doing the work of God. Listen, he says that they are set in the church. First apostle, right now, me, I am set in this church. I am not an apostle to any church. I am here. I am your apostle. Whether I am too tall or not. I am your apostle. And it is God who set me here. I didn't bring myself here. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, and then God has set some to as prophets. So as we are here, there are some of you with serious prophetic giftings. But you know what? You will not even reveal yourself. 
You don't want to say, oh, man of God, maybe I see things much more, or I feel something. When I'm there, I feel like something's about to burn. Then I think will burn. Then I'll call you and give you training. You are, you are running away. There are some of you with these solid gifts. And then the Bible says, thirdly, teachers, there are some of you profound teaching. Right now, today I'm going to create a new department. Yeah, I'll create it. I will create it. Yeah. It's called foundation school teachers. I will create and give them training. Those people have gift of teachings, but they are sitting down. So I will create a department for them where they will also be teaching at foundation school. Yeah, they will come and teach. It's assemblies, they call it Sunday school, but here we'll call it foundation school. You will teach. We'll create it here today. The Bible says God has set people to workers of miracles. There are some brothers in the church, eh? When you are going through something, sometimes don't waste your time looking for pastor. Just look for, they will lay hands. They have, God, God has set them to do miracles in the church. So when you see, he said, don't envy those people. When you read the whole chapter, he said, don't, don't envy those people. Because you also have your special anointing. So don't say, oh, this guy, every day when they can say, this person pray and there's a miracle, this person pray and there's a miracle, so, oh, me too, I wonder, uh-uh, look for your own and then do it. And it's very important. So there are some people in the church, miracles. Sometimes when they are sharing the testimony, it's like they are lying. How can you do that? Some people in the church, God has given them the grace to work miracles. And then he says, some to gifts of healings. So the miracles is not just talking about healings. So. No, 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 it's not just about healings. There are some people, miracles. Some to healings. The word miracles actually there means works of power. You, works of power. Works of power. Powerful power. See, don't be in the church and be misbehaving. No. These are people God is setting in the church. I want to get, God is setting people in the church. Five years to come, you'll be shocked the kind of people that will emerge from this church. Yeah. I will send some of you, some of you, I'll say, oh, go, there's somebody in Kaswa, the person called that, he can't walk, I can't go there, go and bring them, cause the person to walk and come home. I've sent people like that, and the testimonies have been amazing. Hallelujah. One day, there's a sister whose mother got paralyzed. The sister's mother got stroke straight. And then, the lady didn't call me because she said she has heard that I have always been talking about Sion, Sion and Sion in terms of healings and stuff like that. And she see me pray for them that they are going to do miracles. So when the thing happened, the lady didn't call me. Then the lady called Sion and Sion picked Sam. They sat on the motorbike and then they went to either Achimota or somewhere. When they went, the, the mother was at the hospital and they, the doctor said it's stroke. She will not be able to walk, you know, all those kind of things. They said, please, we want to come and get the woman to walk. Say, who are you? So our pastor, uh, um, uh, the lady has called us to come and pray. So we are coming together. Say, ah, ah, so please, 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 give us away. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we command your body to receive strength. Rise up and walk. They collected the woman like the woman started walking. That day, they discharged the woman from the hospital. Not the doctor. They, the people who have not, they don't even know where medical school is. They discharged the woman. Until they, the woman has even married. And the woman is walking. God is set. Yeah, put your clap, clap. Yeah, it's a good thing. Clap, yeah. So, so in the church, 
this church is a serious church. We are not coming here to... God has set people like that. And I love it. I love... When, when, and they didn't even tell me. When they came, they didn't tell me. Weeks later, then they were talking, the lady mentioned, I said, ah. So I called them, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, daddy. I said, hey, these people, the person walked, oh. It's not a small thing. It's a, the person walked. Walking like real world. The person walked, and the person carried her things home. You know, the Bible says that he went home rejoicing. The person went home rejoicing. You think God can't do that with you? God can do that with you. God can cause you to be a miracle worker. Oh, you don't like what I'm telling you. I said, God, God can cause you to be a miracle worker in the church. Yeah. That's how it is. It's not like somewhere when somebody heals a cat, they say, I'm going to start a healing ministry. Yeah, we don't do that here. I am the apostle. I am the apostle. But I am so glad and happy when I hear that these things are happening. Somebody who could not walk home. A person couldn't walk. And the testimonies, they are plenty. Pastor Sylvia is here. Let's see you. Let's see you. Let's see you. Your testimony is worth sharing. Oh, let's put our hands together. Yeah. We have some of our brethren from Kintampo. Where are they? Michael, get up. Yes. And where's the other lady? She's gone. Where's Pat? Yeah, all the way, they, they are joining us from Kintab. You see what I'm talking about? All right, so sit down. So this girl, no, 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 come here, come here, you are still a girl. This girl, look in the face of God when they were having evangelism and saw a man who had a walking stick, who cannot walk on his own. This young girl, right now, she's got a little bit bigger because she's done with exam. And then she laid hands on the man. The man, do you know the man's age? You didn't ask. The, man, the video is still there. Maybe we'll do it. We'll use it for what God is doing around town. Yes, yeah, so we have to use it. We'll use it. So remind me. We'll use it. You'll see. And lay hands on the man and commanded the man to walk. And the man was walking. Run, run, run. The man who couldn't walk. And the man started walking, running like that. So fantastic. Sit down. So fantastic. So God has set some in the church to do these things. Are you understand? There are some people, yeah, we all walk in healing. Every Christian should pray for the sick. But there are some people, they do it with ease. When they come, because maybe you, when you go there, he just came and said, Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Rise up and walk. And then the Bible says that he said some to be helps. Oh, the helps. I can spend 12 years on it. Helps. <laughs> helps. Hallelujah. The word helps. <laughs> the word helps. People, listen. People have the gift to serve. They, they cannot just be in a place and not do anything. And it is God who did what? Who set them there. You can't say you came to Christ and you don't belong to any part of this place. Then it says tongues, uh, governments that people good with administrative works. They can be here and say, oh no, okay, so uh, man of God, I think let's do this, let's do that, let's do that, let's do that. Administration. I'm not learning administration though. I was not an administrator. I like, let me preach the word, go home, sleep, let's come back again. But there's some people, they have this administrative they can just be there. 
they can create a structure for everything. There's a brother, I know a brother like that. Very controversial. But when that guy begins to sit down to draw up a structure, he's actually working on our Bible school. It's so wow. I'm like, hey, so, how do you get all these things? Say, I just do it with ease. Sometimes I will sit down, crack my mind. I'm just trying. So if you're a pastor, you can't do all things. Just know that God has sent people like that. If I find you, those of no is good with administration, I say, all right, so let me just give this to you. And then that's that. I find you are good with research. I say, go and do this thing. So I can give my head to the ministry of the word and prayer. That one is my office. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You have something to offer in the body of Christ. You are not useless. Say, I'm not useless. Don't be a common floor member. You might have even joined church today. Find something and do. Praise the name of the Lord. I have in me the bird.